famous first words is back. The boozed up love child of Don't Forget the Lyrics and X Factor. Famous first words is the devilishly addictive live music experience created and hosted by us, Tim and Gendel. Know the lyrics, got the bottle, got the timing, then step up and grab the mic and the glory at Famous First Words. Hare and Hounds, King's Heath, Friday, 10th of September. Tickets on sale now and podcast listeners can use the code PODCAST50 for a whopping 50% off. We'll see you there. I don't think I've ever taken you up the funky bear, have I? I don't think you have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> sang that song uh oh we're, we're in, in trouble. trouble someone's gonna long and it's burst out bubble oh yeah yeah oh my yeah. goodness ren really likes it that's that's a song that ren and Lucy listen to um we're in trouble i'm gonna google it four Who's, non-blondes who sang is it barbie girl aqua Culture. Shampoo. Shampoo. I knew it began with a C. Uh, uh, yeah, Lucy and Red have been listening to that uh, recently. Uh, uh, quick march on the double. Uh oh. <laughs> One hit wonder. Quick march on the double. Yeah. All right. What we're talking about bands from the 90s. Um, Sarah Harding's died. Yeah, did you see? Sad, isn't it? That's really sad. Mm. Yeah, mad when you when you I was reading it all last night on the BBC website about um, she's been around for ages. You forget, don't you? Mm-hmm. Two thousand and two. What was what, that? Was a uh, pop stars, pop stars, the rivals. The rivals. Yeah, twenty yeah. years ago. I oh, know. Everything's twenty years ago. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, someone names one thing. When was that? Twenty years ago. Everything. Go on, name yeah. something. Uh, um, I don't know. Name a film. Name a film. Heat. <laughs> Over twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the cinema to see that. Mate, watch. Uh, well, I watched Point Break. We'll get into that anyway. Um, uh, right. Well, we normally we do the intro, wouldn't we? What is? I mean. Oh, it's not even live. I'm not even pressed the live button. Right, normally we'd do the intro and we'd go, yay, that was a good intro. Then we'd play this noise. That's yeah. what you'd hear. And then we'd thank our person that... We haven't got one. We haven't got... It's just... It's hard, isn't it? Life's hard. Yeah, but, but you could just ignore this bit and we'll go back and add it in if we get one. If we get an intro. I could ask my dad to do one, maybe. He hasn't done one. Oh, that was a great intro. Love that person. Great. Thanks for doing that. Cut that bit, Mikey. Cut that bit. There we go. Um, It's all good. It's all good. It doesn't matter. It's the Weekend Podcast, episode 45. Tim and Gendel, me and him, best mates, sitting down, chewing the fat every single Monday. We have Mm. done for 45 weeks. Three weeks off we've had. So that would put us up to 48 weeks, which would mean only four weeks off a year of podcasting. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that double, the double, the two weeks off in a row definitely put a bit of a dent in the flow. But we're back. We're back with no intro. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to come around quite quickly Mondays at the moment, don't they? They really do. Yeah. They really do. Big, big Monday in the Warwood household as well. Because all three children are at big school back that's mad isn't it that's nuts yeah that's a massive day isn't it yeah well i mean lila's only doing two hours sunny's only doing an hour and ren's ren's actually gone back in on the for the full day so um okay. we've got these How staggered was, uh... start times staggered pickups it's just been a bit of a, a logistical nightmare plus sunny lucy lucy back at work uh sunny's fine yeah just dropped him he was the last one he went in at one so just dropped him um he was all right. New teacher. Yeah. New double job sharing it. Hashtag share my job. 
Um, two teachers. One does three days, the other does two days. So yeah. today is Miss Phillips. All right. Nice. Miss Phillips and Miss Patrician. Patrician? Yeah. It's oh, quite a name. Good Good morning, Miss. Uh, so, yeah. It was nice. nice. Sunny, uh, Sunny waltzed on in and, and so I've just got home. House is deathly quiet. Made Lucia a bagel. And um, I've just pressed record right here and we're good to go. I've we'll have our standard a, um, hour of chat. I've just literally got off the phone from a Sky salesperson. Guess how long that call was. Oh. oh. Uh, you're, well, you're not very good at saying no. That's your problem. Well, you're I think this when... time they were the problem. They were the ones not saying no. Ah, uh, okay. But so I don't know. Was it what twenty-five minutes? <laughs> Add an hour on, mate. An, an hour, hour and twenty-five an hour minutes. And twenty-five minutes. That that call when I looked at my phone by the end of it, it was what unbelievable. Were you doing? Well, what the were you first buying? guy, the first guy. So our sky, the sky um, contract ran out, right? And what oh. they do when when your sky contract runs out, everything suddenly goes back to full price. So I realised last month we paid like 112 quid Ooh. for like everything. We're like, Ooh. what? Oh, I'm not having that. So phoned up today to get a deal. When you go in with the classic, thinking about leaving, going to leave. That's, yeah. like, that's the first thing. Why are you phoning up today? To leave. And then, and then obviously it gets to, well, let's see what deals we can do. Yeah, go on. What kind of deals? I've been with you for quite a while. What kind of deals you get? Yeah, good. And, and you get passed around a bit. But this is, riddle me this, right? Go on. If anyone out there can answer this question, because I'm convinced every time I talk to people from Sky, especially, they always like they're always like, "Oh, my computer! Oh, sorry, my computer's so slow today." Oh, oh I know. Oh, right? What is that? What are is they that doing? Thing, is that yes, thing it must to be. keep you on? Because I called a guy out once because he was faffing around. Oh, sorry, it's just not loaded. Just take a minute, take a look. And one one time I said, "Is it really not loading, or are you just?" <laughs> Are you just, do you get paid more to keep me on longer? Like it's, and I was like, I'm not angry. I just want to know because it seems to happen quite a lot and, I, and it's fine. And he went, no, oh, no, no. I, it's, oh, it's just really slow today. But what, why are they all slow? Why do they Mate, keep, and it doesn't matter who you phone or the oh. system. The system's been ever so slow. Oh, it's ever so Mate, slow. Mate, you're on that you've, window's you've, closed You've found now. something out there. That is something. That's there is something, something in though. that. And you're more, you're the more, and she was really nice. The woman I spoke to, really lovely Scottish woman. We talked all about her family. We had a good chat because, you know, like had a, she was really nice. And then as it went on, it just was going on. She was like, oh, I've lost the window now. Oh, those deals keep disappearing. Oh, it'll be back in a minute. Sorry Hang about on this. a minute. Mate, slow system syndrome is what we're going to dub this. Yeah. And we're going to get to the bottom of it because someone... you're right. It doesn't matter who you phone. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's been ever so slow. Computer. Been ever oh, so slow. Dear. Is it? Oh, now that deal was there a minute ago. Now it's disappeared because I'm adding this other deal on. Let me just try and... I'll have to restart that. Let me just start again. Like, this is just forever. And then you've got the fear of, well, I can't hang up because I'll lose everything. And, mate, they had you. Hook lines in a copy of the Angling Times. Yeah. Hour and 25 to renegotiate Formula but, One HD. But managed Flipping, to get yeah. the deal down. Come on, to then. Let's how much you paying? How well, much I'm paying? not going to tell you the amount because some because you always ask me my amount. Just no, tell us. I'm just going to tell you I've got I've basically got forty pounds off a month at what we were paying before for the same deal. Well, you said it was 112, so that's easy. No, to no, that was quid. that was no, that was what it went up to when everything went to full price. So it was less than that before. Oh, hang on. So go back. So so at full price it was 112. At, no, that was what whatever it was. price you were at before it went to full price, it was X amount, but you've yeah. now got forty pounds off of X amount. Yes. And, Holy and crap. uh and got a Sky Q engineer coming out to see if he can put a Sky Q box in. Because our our flipping like the No, they have to check if you if it's compatible or something, aren't they? Yeah, oh, baloney. But, um slow computer syndrome. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, it was kind of worth it by the end. But my goodness, yeah. If anyone can tell us why they do that, or if that's a thing, if you've ever worked for Sky or in sales and doing that, tell us what the deal is. Because what is the deal with slow system syndrome? Yeah, we want to know. Right, rate your weekend then. Um, weekend, I'll give it a uh, seven. Solid oh. seven, I guess. Okay. 
Should we give a little shout out to Calm while we're at it as well? Go on. We haven't done that yet. Have we gone? Rate your weekend. Uh, 7.9. Yeah, it was nice. Nice Nice weekend. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was just going to say with the podcast, we've rambled on a bit about our stuff we've been doing today, but we... We also like to give a little shout out to a charity close to our hearts, Calm, which is a leading movement against suicide. Um, they, you know, like to encourage people to stay in touch and have a chat, which is what me and Tim do. So if you need someone to talk to, you can get on the website, thecalmzone.net. And they've also got a number 0800 58 58 58 if you need to talk to someone. Yeah. Loads of stuff going on. And do go and have a look at um, thecalmzone.net. In fact, uh, the 10th of September... Uh, which actually will be in f- a couple of days, depending on when you listen to this. Um, they're doing something, aren't they? And of course, I can't remember what it is, which isn't very good, but we'll put some links in the show notes. But they've got also the Lost Walk coming up, the Lost Hours Walk, which is quite a good thing, um, where people uh, walk against suicide and uh, take a walk through the night. And that's a really big deal. And you can get involved. And again, links in the bio for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but a brilliant charity to get involved with. That's calm. There we go. Exactly. Right, Friday. Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Um, Friday night. This is going to be very easy because I'm going back to basics. Friday night. This is after 6 p.m. only. Uh, we'd already eaten dinner by that point. Got out the inflatable tent. Um, got an inflatable tent. You know, I think, I think. Did you ever get one? Did you get an inflatable tent? No, never got one. You never what, plumbed the one that just, for one of them. Yeah. The one that just goes up in like 10 seconds. Dead good. Yeah. Dead good. No messing around with the poles. I got it out for the girls. Lila had a friend stay over. Um, so we got the tent out for them. They camped out in the back garden. Um, I say they camped out. They did. A, they lasted about nine minutes <laughs> before they, they got scared and came in. And then they slept inside. And then they slept inside. Pointless. It's got to be a rule about that. Yeah, the, because... Uh... Lucy starts panicking. They're going to be cold. Oh, they're going to be uncomfortable. That's what they're happens be... when you camp. You're cold. Well, that's the that's, deal, isn't it? That's Being the deal. uncomfortable and cold, that's the point in camping. And yeah. so I'm dragging the flipping foam mattresses out of the van. So we've got a perfectly good van. So I said, just sleep in the van. Go in the van. You've got, mm-hmm. a, you've got a tent on wheels. It's a metal tent on wheels. Oh, no. No. Do you know what Lila said to that? She said, no, I don't want to do that because people go down the road and try the door handles. I was like, oh, Christ. She's got a point, don't she? Who's told you this? Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's locked. They can try the door handles. They're not getting in, are they? Mm, yeah, but that would creep you out. Yeah, you don't want them. Ca- you don't want them out the front of the house. In the back garden's all right. What's well? Yeah, I've already had this argument. Anyway, they didn't want it. So anyway, reluctantly, I got out the inflatable tent, got all of the bedding from the house, all of it literally all of the bedding and put it in the tent for the girls um made it really nice i i, I got out some solar powered uh led lights twinkly lights nice bought a set of them they're dead good and uh entwined all them around it, it looked really nice lasted nine minutes done see that so, the, the rule should be if if you beg and and like go on about camping outside with a friend then it should be okay you're out house do, house doors are locked yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You're camping. You're camping. You're out. There's um, no way back in. See you in the morning. Sleep well. <laughs> I should lock them out. Because you can't just go home when you're out in the wilderness, can you? No. No, you absolutely can't. Or oh, it should be three strikes. Maybe that's a bit harsh. They have three night, three camping attempts. And oh, okay. Th- I like on that. The, on the third, yeah, three times they get to come in and sleep in. But after that, then they've got to. That, that's it. It's, it's house doors locked. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, they, they were, the girls were outside. That was good. Little ones went down. And then me and Lucy watched Point Break. Oh, just the best. So I good. watched it recently with Camilla as well. It's just, it's just we, the greatest. We started off talking about 90s movies. Point Break, man. Doesn't age. Doesn't He's age. so incredibly good looking in that first scene. Which one? The first scene. Keanu, baby. Yeah, Keanu. Keanu. Oh, yeah. When it's raining and he's got a T-shirt on that wouldn't fit my three-year-old son. Yeah. It's so tight on his muscles. 100% and Utah. He's, he's dripping with rain. And he looks yeah, around at fit. the See, I've always been in the, I've always been in the, like, Keanu's the fittest one in there. And, but 
Bodhi often wins. Like Mills, oh, yeah. was, in the, Mills was in the Bodhi camp and was Lucy in the Bodhi camp. Yeah. But I just think, nah, Johnny's like way fitter. When Bodhi first comes on and uh, after they've played American football and then he's got his top off, I can't remember which scene it is. Oh, it's the scene where they've just been fighting, where he has the fight with the rival surf gang, and then yeah. um, he walks down. He's walking down. He says, "Hey, having a having a do tonight? If you want to come over." Um, look, I turn around to look at Lucy, and she was literally lying on her back. She'd melted in the chair. <laughs> the, the best and the best Bodie scene as well that just sums up Bodie is when he's talking about the fifty-year storm when they're outside at the party. Oh, yeah. And he's talking about it. And I only noticed it one of the recent times I watched it. But he's like, he's telling the story and everyone's like, just just hanging on every word he says. But he's got a woman be- like hugging him from behind, like <laughs> kissing his neck while he talks. And he's stringing his guitar while he does it. <laughs> it's like he couldn't look any more like, yeah, I am like, I am the man. It's yeah. amazing. It's so good. Yeah. And the bit where he jumps out of the plane at the end, which is real. Yeah, just it's just um, it's just a brilliant movie, it brilliant, brilliant storyline. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was Friday night done. Nice. Yeah. Um, Friday night for us was pretty well. We we were actually up north for Camilla's grand's funeral on Friday, so we Aww. basically so Friday it was you know it was uh, as funerals are a bit of emotional day for a lot of people, but it was it was nice and uh, rest in peace, Granny Olive. So uh, yeah thoughts with all the family and everything for that but we drove back so we had the funeral at the funeral then we drove back to nottingham with camilla's uh mom and dad and we ended up playing we did end up playing the dj game on the way back to in the car you know big been a big day really forcing this on everyone now aren't you well we were just we kind of just decided to you know, been a big day for everyone, and then by the end of the day, it was like driving back. We could play the DJ game. We've got quite a few hours to go, and everyone was quite keen on that. Camilla was annoyingly good at it, probably the most consistent out of all of us. Kathy was quite good. Camilla's mom, Stephen, Camilla's dad wasn't was it? Well, he's not made for that game. But you no. have one moment where so the, the DJ game is um where you th- you we talked about this last week where you kind of. You go around with the iPod or phone doing your song and you and you have to pretend you're a DJ in between and link from one song to another seamlessly and link them. So Camilla's yeah. dad, I played at one point, I played Girls on Film by Duran Duran and it was Stephen's go next. So he was coming out of Girls on Film yeah. Duran Duran into something else. And we were, okay, Stephen, here we go, go for it. So we dimmed it down and went, okay, fantastic stuff there. That was Duran Duran with Girls on Girls. And then we're coming into... <laughs> we're like, what? And, he said, and obviously, you know, with the game, you, the whole point is you're live. And we like, we were all like absolutely lost it. And he didn't even realise he'd said Girls on Girls and not Girls on Film. And then, he, uh, yes, that was great. And then we're in now with some <laughs> punk. Because he always likes punks. He plays some of that. But that was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah. So whenever I hear girls on film, I'm just going to think of girls, girls on girls. Girls on girls. Girls on girls. That was pretty funny. That was Good quite old nice. Steven. Yeah, so uh, drove Very back nice. to Nottingham. We're all pretty knackered after after a big day. And then we watched. Then we watched the Netflix. The Okay, you've been watching quite a lot of the 9-11 stuff. Oh yeah, watched, yeah. Watch the first episode of that of the Turning Point 9/11 on Netflix, which What's is that? the se- the series. It's the new series ju- that just came out. All oh, right. But we watched the first episode of that, which was pretty good. So, don't know. It's just mad seeing all that stuff again, isn't it? I don't know, like, and and seeing new stuff. That's the thing. It's new. It's anything new that you haven't seen is just like. Yeah. Well, in the week, that's it. In the week, I watched the two documentaries. Uh, that are on BBC, um, surviving 9/11 and 12 hours inside the president's war room. Mm. Those two documentaries, which are incredible, if you haven't watched them, go and watch yeah. them on the iPlayer. They are yeah. absolutely because the access for me is the one on the on the 12 hours. They've got everyone. They've got Rumsfeld, Condoleezza Rice. They've got George Bush, Dick Cheney. They've got all of them. They've got like they're literally. All the people in charge, they've managed to sit them down and chat to them about what it's took got place. Dick Cheney on... in it. Is he in yeah. it? Yeah. Unbelievable. So they're all in it. And um, 
Uh, yeah, I'd like to watch that. It was the fact that they just... You're so used to seeing those images and those, those videos. But the moment you see a new one or a new angle, it's like you're watching it again for the first time. It's really, yeah. really weirded me out, but mm. incredibly well put together documentaries that have handled a what is a, an insanely sensitive subject is is really good, um, and I thought they were I thought they were really good, both put together brilliantly. You yeah. watched them, didn't you, in the week? I watched the surviving one, yeah, the surviving nine eleven. Well, I haven't watched the Bush one yet. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, it's amazing. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Friday's done and done, and we move on, because that's what happens with your days. They always move into the next one. Yeah. What did you do on in the day? And, of course, what did you do on Uh, Someone's feeding our cat. What, when now? Yeah, someone's taking him over. What do you, why? What do you mean? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't really come home anymore. <laughs> oh, is this something that is? It, does this link to Saturday? Or are you just saying this? Out yeah, because he, he just disappeared throughout the whole day, and um, he's he's not really eating any food since the day. And he occasionally walks through the garden. You know, oh, there's our cat. Look, remember him? Ah, is he yeah. putting on weight as well? He's fine. He's doing. He looks absolutely fine. Mm. <laughs> he's not very affectionate as far as cats cats go. No. Um, so anyway, I'm getting him a I'm getting him a special collar once we're done here. What to track him? No, I'm going to put a thing on it that says "Do not feed me." I belong to someone else. Really? Can you get those? But what's wrong with him being fed? He's ours. Yeah, but we pay the vet bills. True. We pay. <laughs> I've bought the electric bloody door. What are you laughing at? <laughs> He's ours. Well, someone else is getting the joy. Do you know do what you I mean? What? Well, I've told fair. you about the downstairs here that they feed that, that cat, don't they, as well? They've been feeding this cat for ages and it's always there. And they found out that the woman around the corner didn't know and she was just like, oh, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, you're right. They're getting all the, what's so they're getting all the cat love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know our kids scream in his ear and pull his whiskers and tail and, Stuff, but should be used to it. We've had him since he was a kitten. Um, yeah, true. So yeah, so didn't have Aussie all day Saturday. That's that's been a bit annoying. That was a bit annoying. If I'm honest. Um, yeah. And then Sonny obviously went to football. He's not improving. No. Um, <laughs> two it's left not... feet. Never has the term two left feet" been more appropriate. He can't be that boy. bad. Well, you know what? You know how bad his dad is at football. True. So, so uh, a lot of enthusiasm, though. Has he not even got a good engine on him? Is he not, not enthusiastic? No, not really. Does he still do the sulky head down when he gets uh, encouraged? When he uh, a little bit, like the batteries have been yanked, does yeah. power down a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I came home. Lucy does this thing. Her parents are coming over. Parents are on the way. Sisters coming over. Lucy does this thing where she panics. Gets a little bit like, oh, with the house and oh, we, do, we can't have people over. And she like starts to, and I'm like, just man, it's fine, I'll sort it. So as I, as I start, what was that? What? Can you hear that? No. Oh mate, what it's my headphone. Sound? It's somebody phoning me on Facebook on another tab. That's dead weird. I'm gonna just turn it off. Matty Hemmings. Hi Who's Matty that? Hemmings. Recording a podcast, Matty. Put your phones um, on Facebook. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't even know you could do that. That was like a really weird ring in my headphones. Um, so, so Lucy's kind of like, oh, we need to clean the house. And, and Lucy need to do this. So then um, renders dance class. Lila's obviously got school on Monday so or today. Uh, so Lucy's in full panic mode to get the kids everything they need. So... I said, look, don't we? We'll get the house clean. It'll be fine. You know, blah, 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 whatever. It's just chills. Absolutely fine. So I start cleaning. She goes out and then she disappears and doesn't return. So she does this thing where she panics, makes me panic. I start cleaning. She leaves. I then clean the whole house and then she arrives back mm. just before her parents once True. I finish the whole cleaning the whole house. Which is kind of genius, really, isn't it? Real genius. I applaud it. Um, so clean the house. Got the pizza oven on. Yeah. Didn't I? Pizza oven Saturdays. Um, and we had pizzas. Lucy's sister came over and we just had a, a really nice evening. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Good stuff. What did you do? Um, we went to. We still in Nottingham. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, stayed the oh, night. Stayed but then we went and got a train down to to Royston near Cambridge to see our friends Emily and Josh. Who oh you yeah. Know. Um, went and saw them for the day and and the night. Um, they live like in the most. It's like the most picturesque. You've been out to their house. Yeah, yeah. That little village is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, they like, they didn't vote to stay in the European Union in that village, did they? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Vicar of Dibley meets flipping it's really somewhere nice. really nice. I don't know. Yorkshire. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a perfect stone kind of quintessential British countryside village. Yeah. With barns, the town hall and barns, the church and the converted barns with luxury big windows. Yeah. yeah. Just Ray nice. frames, wooden frames. We only build yeah. with wood frames. Mm. No PVC windows down there. Yeah. No, nice part of the world, just south of Cambridge, uh, nice. ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know. Yeah, it was really, really nice. I went to see them and uh, they've just had a, a little boy, Dylan. So I saw, saw him and hung out with their daughter, Maya, went to the park, played on the... I was the tiger chasing her around the park for ages, got really tired doing that. Good. You know, she's really brave, Maya. That little girl's really brave. She's climbing on all the big high stuff. And I was like, wow, she's really, she's quite a. No, you weren't. No, you weren't going, wow, she's kind of, you were going, is she okay up there? Yeah, I was a bit. <laughs> but they were like, no, she's like, this is, this is her thing. She's like, she was, I thought she was, she was cool. But and I was running around being like the tiger. Nice. Quite about out of breath. Um, did that for a bit. Went to the pub, had a nice pub afternoon uh, meal. Well, as we were, it was quite funny. We went in, me and Emily Did went in to get get some drinks. I had a steak, treated myself nice. to a steak. But the guy, the guy behind the bar went, we were like, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, how's it all going? And he was like, oh, oh yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough at the moment. We were uh, struggling with kitchen staff. They've all, all our other staff have left and moved on to other jobs. We've been trying to find people to cover, cover in the kitchen, get new chefs. Can't get them. Can't get them at all. Not knowing that we, well, he obviously didn't know we'd booked to eat 20 minutes later. So we're a bit like, oh, who's cooking our food then? I wonder who's cooking. Uh, is it like? You... Deliverood. Yeah. No, but it was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was good. So I went for steaks. I was like, you can't get a steak wrong, can you? It's great. But it was really nice. What? Of course you can get a steak wrong. Not really. Well, I suppose you can overcook it a bit, but... Yeah. Uh, you just ask for it rare, don't you? And then you just get them to keep going if it's yeah. too rare. Yeah. But it was actually really delicious food. Very so nice. So who did cook it? I don't know. I just wondered. We just wondered who it was. But it, obviously <laughs> someone. Obviously they had someone good. But Because um, it was all very nice food. But it does make you wonder when they say we couldn't get the kitchen staff. But yeah, yeah it was nice. Um, and then went home, chilled out at their place early night because the kids were... Going to bed early. We were all knackered, quite knackered. But it was nice to catch up with those guys. Uh, and that was kind of Saturday, really. I'm trying to think of what else went on. That was kind of it. Really nice, though. Just cruising. Up. Just cruising, man. Just like... We were kind of sat there after when we got back to their house and like in the utter quiet and they've got a lovely conservatory, haven't they? Just sat there with no music on. They're like, this is nice, isn't it? So quiet. Look at us. Look at us. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night. Just Never sat. have you been more in your forties than that statement <laughs> right there. That's what we said. We were like, "Yeah, but isn't it great? It's like it's like half nine, just peaceful. It was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was cool. Very Boston nice. Chilled. Uh, that was Saturday. Good. Wow. Interested. I want to know about you Sunday morning and afternoon and evening too. Sunday. The day of rest. What did you the do? The Lord's day of rest. Well, I didn't rest, I'll tell you that. No. Um, had the in-laws stay. Mm -hmm. Keith and Glenn came. Uh, that's Lucy's mum and dad. And... Um, they got up early-ish with the kids. The kids went annoyed, annoyed them, which was nice. And then you kind of get an extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes in bed. 
Um, and then we went to a garden party. So my mom, um, uh, uh, my mom's piano teacher, this is, lives just around the corner from me. And she puts on this every year. She puts on this uh, like garden fate thing. I've never been before. She puts on this garden fate thing for um, all of her piano students and their families and friends. And it's all for cancer research. And it costs a couple of quid to get into a back garden. She's got quite a big house. She lives in quite a very nice big house in Four Oaks um, near where I live. And uh, so we went there, went into the back garden, not knowing what to expect, really. You just, you know, you're a bit, feel a bit awkward. You're like, oh, it's going into someone's back garden and this is going to be a bit. But it was kind of a bit like going to a mini festival. She'd put up a stage. When we yeah. walked in, um, very superstitious was being sung by a guy from Sutton Coalfield. Um, at full blast with trumpets. Sonny, like, was just a bit of an assault on his senses. I was holding him and he was kind of, it's like, the music's loud. And you actually couldn't walk anywhere. There were people everywhere. Really? Rammed. Absolutely rammed. The sun had just come out, so it was boiling hot. Yeah, good day for it. Barbecue going off. There's a bar at the back. There's just everything. And it was a bit like, wow, this is actually really cool. Um, It cost me Five pounds a family. I paid for two families to get in, so it cost me a tenner straight away to get in. Then I bought three burgers, which was there were fiver each. That was fifteen quid. And then I bought three drinks, which I gave Lila a tenner, and she didn't come back with any change. So I'd spent thirty-five pounds, and I'd not even been, <laughs> not even been there <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, and I was a bit like, okay, this is. All for charity. Charity, though, isn't it? Charity, man. Charity. Um, Lila then wanted to go on the tombola. So off she went. Can I have gone on the tombola? Yes, you can have gone on the tombola. Five tickets for a pound. Can I have a pound yet? Oh, I've only got a two pound coin. Here you go. Have this two pound coin. Off she walks. Comes back with some talcum powder, an ashtray, we don't smoke, and some uh, body lotion. She's like, I won three of the five. I was like, oh, that that's good. Good odds, good. though. It's good winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, she wanted another go then. Wanted another go. Oh, yeah. She just won. So she went back again. She only won again, didn't she? Uh, luxury soap and a pack of multicolored sellotape. Whoa. Was it imperial leather? <laughs> no, it was some orange-flavoured stuff. But there you go. It's a pretty good return, actually. Oh, she had a good on, day. Pretty good return on £2. Yeah, that's um, really good. Tom so, yeah, we went there. Done that really hot. How does a tombola work? There's just loads of stuff scattered around with, with raffle tickets on. Yeah, the stuff's you... scattered around with raffle tickets on it. They're all numbered. And then there's yeah. a big thing that spins around and you they spin it. Then you put your hand in and you pull out a raffle ticket. And if it's, and one, if it's, it's one of the prize. ones that matches the one on the I haven't on done the prize, that since I was it? a kid, yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. Tombola. Why is it called a tombola? No idea. No idea. Right in, people. Let us know. Yeah, write in. Let us know. Um, <laughs> Tim at famousfirstwords.co.uk or at Tim and Gendel on Instagram. Yeah. Why is that it was really Tom nice. Bowler? I had a couple of burgers, um, which was really nice, actually. And then we came home. Um, I invited a few of the volunteers from uh, from that gig round to mine. My mom, I, when I say I invited a few volunteers, my mom and dad. My mom and dad were there volunteering. Mom was on the strawberries and cream with Kath Dyer. So mm. they both came back, and my dad was on the barbecue slash bar sometimes with my Uncle Ron. So my dad and Uncle Ron and my mom and Kath Dyer all came around afterwards. Yeah, cool. Uh, and I put about 94 jacket potatoes in the oven for everybody. And then um, England were playing, so I watched a bit of England play. Yeah, yeah. And really funny, Lila knows all the players. So she's watching. She's like, Dad, Dad, Mason Mount's coming on. Dad, Grealish isn't playing. Have you seen Reese James at right back, Dad? Have you seen this? And she's like, no, checking everyone. She's properly got the hots for all of the England footballers. Really? Yeah. And she's doing like, she's got, she's not had a mobile phone long, but she's doing voice message or video messages to her WhatsApp group. So she's like going, oh yeah. And um, England, she's like basically doing vlogging the game to her year six WhatsApp group. Is that how they all chat on there with voice Voice, well, this uh, is Lila's doing messages. videos, but Lila went all of a sudden. Oh, Jesse Lingard's on. I've just seen Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard's on, everyone. Oh, my God. Jesse Lingard's on. <laughs> he started. 
Well, I know. <laughs> but it, she absolutely loved it. Um, oh, my God, those mad. videos are going to be gold. That WhatsApp group will be gold yeah. for all that all that content. But just imagine, can you imagine if me and you had, like, audio, even just audio messages was talking to each other when we were, like, 14, 15? We'd probably be in prison. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good that's so good yeah and so they all send videos to each other on the whatsapp just when yeah. stuff's happening just little videos and i'm watching the telly zooming in all that stuff <laughs> mad and then we had to have big chat um because she's desperate to get snapchat mm. so i've been doing a bit of research over the weekend should i let her have snapchat now she's what 11 is, how does Snapchat work again? I think it's mainly to send dick pics to each other. Uh, maybe not then. I'd let I'd lay off that one. Um, um, is that the one? That's the one that still disappears like stories, yeah? That's it, yeah. I thought that had kind of phased out, Snapchat. But it's still big with it's the kids. It's still pretty big. They, they're really hot on their filters. Mm. So the filters you can get on it are pretty, from what I got, I haven't got it. I haven't used it. Anyway, did a lot of research, um, spoke to a few people who I kind of trust and they've got kids and they haven't let their kids have it. So I was like, no. Lila, you're going to hate me, but no, you're not having it. Yeah. <gasps> and of course she was distraught because apparently everybody's on it. I'm the only person going to my new school that doesn't have Snapchat and blah, blah, blah. Mm, so, yeah. That's tough, isn't it? But I've got to try and manage it now because she's obviously going to, desperate to get it and everyone's got it she's the only one that hasn't got it and but but bearing in mind the age limit for it is 13 so yeah i don't know if any of the other moms and dads listen to this podcast that uh lila's friends with i don't think they do because they never talk about it or reference but they're all breaking the law <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's a tough one isn't it it's a tough one because you do feel like you're I remember it. You remember it as a kid, don't you? Your mom and dad not letting you have something. My mm. mom and dad would never let me watch Firefox with Clint Eastwood. I was Firefox. desperate to watch it. What's that? The movie Firefox about the high tech plane. It was like a. It was like the movie version of Airwolf. Oh, what? I've never heard of it. File Firefox from the eighties. Yeah. Mate, never heard of it. Instantly turns to Google to make sure he's got the right term of <laughs> yeah. uh, Firefox. It was Clint Eastwood. Yeah, 1982. Okay, I, I Firefox is a 1982 American techno thriller film produced, directed, and starring Clint Eastwood. It's based upon the 1977 novel of the same name. Yeah. Uh, it's about a aeroplane. Um, it's a high. It basically goes to steal an aeroplane. I think it's a high tech yeah. Russian plane. Anyway, mom and dad would never let me use it. Uh, never let me watch it. And the pain I felt. I now know Lila's feeling because I won't let her have Snapchat. But she's mm. not had a phone for very long, so she's she's not streetwise as some of the other kids. She's a yeah. bit. I don't know. She is in some ways, but other ways she's not. All in so, good yeah. time. All in good time. Oh, it's it's hard that I remember a few films that I went like I don't think I was ever allowed to watch the whole of Robocop. I was allowed to watch. Uh... Mate, you melted in acid. The guy exactly. you had nightmares think... for weeks. My mom let me watch bits of it with Robocop just walking around, and then couldn't watch any of the really violent bits because it was quite it's quite dark, isn't it, Robocop? Yeah. Well, the bit Sorry. at the start when he gets shot up. Oh yeah, well, I wasn't allowed to watch that. No. Because I remember asking, I was like, how did he become Robocop? And my mum was just like, oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. You he wanted just, to. He just wanted to become one. They <laughs> <laughs> just thought he'd be the perfect fit for the suit. For so the suit. became Robocop, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Uh, she'll be all right. Nah, she'll be fine, hopefully. Uh, anyway, posted her off today, didn't I? St uh Took her to the funky bar. Bear in mind, Lila's never walked to school because her school has always been too far away, her primary school. So today, I've just dropped her off and she's walked to school. She doesn't really walk anywhere. So I'm hmm. a bit like, again, I was a bit like, this feels a bit weird just dropping you what off on this random... What do you mean dropped her off and she walked? Dropped her off at a random pub car park and she's walked off down the hill to school with all her mates. 
Huh. What they all so they all the parents dropped them off at the same place. Yeah, yeah. And they've all walked down together. It was quite sweet actually. Oh man, it's gonna be well funny seeing what she says later. First day. I know. The best thing though, picking her up at three o'clock at the same school car park at the same pub car park. That's gonna be good, isn't it? Couple mm. couple of couple of months. I'll be in the pub, Lila. Meet you in the pub. She'd be yeah. like, Dad, are you, you're not here? I am. I'm inside the pub. Your car's not here? No, because Dad's having a beer. So we'll walk back together from here. How far is it to walk from there? About a mile. Oh, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. The Funky Bear. Mm. I don't think I've ever taken you up the Funky Bear, have I? Don't think you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you up the Funky Bear next time you come. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, so there we go, Sunday. And, of course, the, remember the getting ready for, for school Sunday feeling. We had that yeah. big time. Schools, ties, getting everything ready. And, Uncomfortable uniforms when you like used to being in your chilling clothes yeah. all summer. Yeah. Oh, man. So there we go. That was Sunday. Yeah. So you woke up in Royston Sunday morning then. Woke up in Royston. Had a Not hungover. Uh, or were no, you hungover? No. Well, no, it was... Uh, we got up quite early, had a bit of brekkie, got on the train back fairly early, um, got back to London. I normally play football, you know, I normally play football on a Sunday. I hadn't signed up to play this week because I didn't think I'd be back. And then I realised I got home, it was about 11.30, and I suddenly got a text saying, they're down a player, do you want to play? So I was, just as I'd like sat down to relax, I got the emergency, we're missing a player. So I was like, I'll be there in five, guys, chill out. So I went and uh, got my kit on, razzed over. It was like the hot... I, can't, I couldn't believe how hot it was yesterday. Yeah, it was lovely, wasn't it? Was it unbelievable. So I went over and played football for about an hour and a half. I thought you were um, going to say ran on, pulled your hamstring within five no, minutes. No, but I did. No, that was the problem, though, because I had to run over and run straight on. But I didn't have time to stretch. I was like, this is asking for trouble, isn't it? I'm definitely... So I was kind of like half playing, joining the game, but stretching while I was off the ball. <laughs> you'd like tent it and then like and then I, I sprinted for the ball straight away I was like don't sprint you can't do it your hamstring will go straight away you've got to stretch out but luckily I managed to fit in enough stretches in between touches to like <laughs> half, be, half be playing half be stretching um, but that was good so it's quite good I was quite glad I got to play uh, then came back like you watched the football. Watched I watched a bit of soccer aid actually. Did you watch any of soccer aid? I didn't watch soccer aid. No. Yeah, it was. Uh, I quite like soccer aid. I just like it's quite yeah it's quite good. But they've got they had the guy from Love Island as like the co-commentator, like the Ian Sterling, the Scottish oh, guy. Oh yeah. And I was just oh, I don't know. I wasn't sure about that. It just because he's just bit... trying to be funny. Yeah, it's just like, just let the football commentators do it. I know football commentators, when they try to be funny, are quite awkward, but that's, I think there's a charm to that. Like, when they do, when the fo- the regular football commentators do soccer aid and they're trying to, like, well, change Well, they turn it. into Alan Partridge, yeah, don't they? Yeah, I think, I think there's a certain, there's a certain uh, charm to them just not being very funny because they're football commentators. But, yeah. Watched a bit of that, then, uh, yeah, they they, they did all right though. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, they got ten and a half million quid for charity. Yeah, that's amazing. That's rad, isn't it? Yeah. Did you donate well, any we, when you were watching? I did actually. I texted, but but it was a day after, so I don't know if it still in, mate. It still goes in, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. That's in the pot. I no, I always do if I feel because I do what I do watch it most years. No, I think it's brilliant. You, yeah. I think it's a really good sim. It's just a really good simple concept, yeah. isn't it? This is why I want to pitch my my charity idea. I haven't got time for it, mate. I haven't got time for it. We're running out of time on the podcast. So thanks for the elevator pitch. The elevator pitch is it's the same. It's a celebrity penalty shootout, but each celebrity has to pay a thousand pounds to take a penalty at Wembley, and then you offer it out to everyone, anyone who's just got silly money who wants yeah. to come and pay £1,000 to take a penalty because, you know, Soccer Aid, it's a lot of celebrities that just love football and want to play, don't they? So yeah. like they're, they're desperate to play with their heroes. But imagine coming to take a penalty against, you know, stick Jordan Pickford in goal. 
and you get to come and take a penalty against Jordan Pickford at Wembley, but you have to spend a grand. And if you miss, then there's a buy-in clause for five grand to go again or something. <laughs> you, you, just, you imagine the money you'd rack up. Do it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's good. I think there's a lot of people who would love to take a penalty at Wembley. And you'd soon... Probably like... not the best TV. I don't know. I can watch people take penalties all day. Yeah, I suppose. If you got, um, it's just not knowing who's coming next. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking like, you you'd spin a wheel for which keeper you got, so you might get Seaman, Pickford, or like some other legend. Yeah. As you walk up, you make you know you make a bit of a show of it, and like if you score, you go to the winner's side, and if you miss, you're out. So yeah. like the winner's side, they get to go on. So it's like an overall knockout thing. I don't know. I think there's something there for a charity event. I think it'd be quite good. The king of penos. Yeah. So you have to basically, you're basically buying your crown, aren't you? You're, you're buying your way in to yeah. the ultimate penalty knockout, but you get into it and you, you fill it, you fill the behind the goal, maybe not the whole stadium, but behind that goal with people to come yeah. watch. And it's just a string of celebrities just coming nonstop taking penalties. I like that. I, I think it'd you be could great. give as well, maybe like three or four people behind the goal, blow darts with um, yeah. <laughs> some kind of tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah. But each person, you never know who's coming out the tunnel. You remember Royal Rumble, the wrestling thing, where you never yes. know who was coming out yet next. Undertaker! And, yeah. Oh, my God! Yeah. So you don't know who's the next penalty taker. They come out to their own song out of a tunnel, and they walk up and do Walk of Doom along the whole pitch. Yeah, and like then that. they take the penalty, and it's like, oh, see you later. That was your grand gone in the pot. All for charity. <laughs> All for charity. I think there's something in it. I I'm do like that. I do like it. that. Uh, oh, Amazon's here. Yeah. What have you ordered? I don't know. I haven't ordered anything. Come How much did that cost you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so watch soccer. Very nice. Watch the normal, uh, watch the England game as well, like you. Yeah. Um, Andorra, wasn't it? It's just, you know. Just Andorra. It's just Andorra. Big game know. Tuesday. Uh, then good. I do? made pasta for dinner, made a creamy spinach mushroom pasta, one of Camilla's favourites. Uh, yeah. Washed that out and then, yeah, quite an early night, watched some, watched, what did we watch? Well, shall I just get into my recommendo? Let's do it. Go. Gendo. Recommendo. Yeah. Come on then. Y you see, this is going to be a rubbish recommendo because you've already said it. I was going to say Surviving 9-11 because that was, that was the best. Well, from what I've seen this week, that, was mm -hmm. the, that really stuck with me, the BBC One. one. Yeah. But it sounds to me like what you said, you've watched them both, a, a good double header. They're so both great. I was going to say that, the Surviving 9-11 one. The, do you know what? The, the, some of the, I don't know, the way that's shot as well, I just thought it was really well done. And I don't know. It's it's exactly what you said. It's really weird how it can just take you back to it. Yeah. Um, and, and it just never, just never makes you not go. Holy crap! Yeah. Like, it never makes. Uh, you, it, it's it just. Yeah, it's never not haunting, or it no. never not makes you amazed that it happened, or makes you kind of go, I cannot. I just still can't believe that that happened. That that like it's still. I don't know. It's really. Can you remember that day when when it happened? Oh yeah, I was working and in Boardwise snowboard yeah. shop, and we literally all stopped working. And we all stopped working apart from Gregorelli, the boss. And we just stood there in like amazement. Yeah, just like mouths open, like this cannot be happening. And then you, Can know, you remember the me on the phone to you though. We were on the phone, and you went, "Is there a film where a plane flies into the?" World Trade Center. I've just seen it on tele. You literally said, and I was like, what? No. And you went, go and turn your yeah. telly on. Go turn your telly on. You were down in Cornwall, weren't you? Yeah, I was down in Cornwall. Yeah. And I was what? what are you on about? And went and turned it on. And then, yeah, I just watched it all day. Mad. But... Madness. Uh, good recommendo. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't, get on the I BBC iPlayers. Um, and they're both on there. Uh, surviving 9-11, which is Gendo's recommendo. And I'm having a recommendo this week. Uh, watched the 12 hours in the president's war room 
um, which is amazing with incredible actor. Mm. Brilliant. All right. Nice one. Gendo recommendo. Oh, scared about this pressing this button, but we've got to do it. Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. Oh, I really want to be saying thank you for, a, re- the, for a review. Yeah, this is we had... we check live. We check live to see if we've had a review. And we haven't. Yes! yes! We've totally had one. Oh. Come on. I should have done the drum roll. Go on. Have we had one? Yay! We've had one. one. Um... So this is uh, five stars. Thank you very much. This is from somebody with the username Riding Heaven. Uh, It says, I'm probably one of the many who listen every week and haven't left a review because I assume someone else always will. (laughs) A few weeks of no reviews. So here I am. This is a great podcast based on the simple concept of two buddies having a chat that meanders from funny to caring to nothing. Uh, all of which is a joy to listen to. Good on you, lads. Oh, oh, man. Thank you. See, that's a good... That, that, was, a, that was heroic, that review, wasn't it? Because he was like, I'm stepping up because those boys need one. I'm going to step up and, and give them a review. So they're yeah, not there you left go. in the lurch next week. So thanks Mate, for that. If you're worried about us, step up and give us a review this week. More importantly, can I just say this while I'm on the page, while I'm looking at it? We've had 92 ratings, five stars, five out of us, no fours or threes or ones, just all five stars. Uh, Thank you all. Also worth noting, you can only really do reviews if you're listening via uh, Apple Podcasts. If you're on an Android, you can't do it. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can't do it either. So, um, but thanks for listening. Um, It's always a joy to have you along. um, And thanks for those reviews. Yeah, thank you so much. And you can always send us a review to our Instagram, at Tim and Gendel, or whatever else you want to send, or or anything you want reading out. And we'll, uh, of course, give you a shout out. Also, give us a little share. Tell your friends about us. Help uh, help grow the podcast. Um, now, uh, famous first words coming at oh, you. Oh, yeah. Birmingham, uh, this Friday, the 10th of September. If you live in Birmingham, in or around the Birmingham area, we're at the Hare and Hounds on Friday night doing our very good show, Famous First Words. It's a devilishly addictive live musical game show where all you've got to do is simply tell us that you know the first line of a well-known song, isn't it? Yeah. And you do that by coming on stage. You were enthralled then. You you didn't know where I was going with it. I was just listening to your pitch. Um, Basically, uh, we play a song. If you think that you know the first line of that song, then all you've got to do, give us a wave from the crowd. We then get you up on stage and you sing along to the first line of that uh, song. All you've got to do is do it with the correct words, obviously, it's famous first words, uh, at the correct time and with loads of conviction. Impress our three celebrity judges, you win a point. Three points on the leaderboard gets you into the final and then you get a chance of winning our world-famous trophy. Uh, We've got free drinks, we've got prizes. It's amazingly fun to play. We don't ever drag anybody up. It's not karaoke. You don't hear people butcher songs um, and... It's just as fun to come along and watch as well, and have and a it's dance. Our first and a night back. It's our first night back in t- like two years, so it's yeah. going to be special to do yeah. it live. Uh, we've um, got a few tickets left. If you want them, head over to famousfirstwords.com, or we're selling them via Design My Night, Design My Night Birmingham, actually, uh, Design My Night London. You'll find our London shows, but we'll we'll come on to the London shows uh, a little bit later on. But a date mm. for your diary there. That's going to be October twenty second. Yeah. Um, but for now, um, let's leave it there. Thank you for listening. Cheers, guys. Um, yeah, come along on Friday. Yeah, come and say hello Friday. And you think, and you think, you know, the questions that people sometimes say with famous first words, they go, oh, but I don't really like karaoke. Will I like it? Yes, because it's not karaoke. It's not It's karaoke. faster. It's a game show. You don't have to listen to someone, like, sing for four minutes, buttering Whitney Houston or something. It's a, it's a fast game. And then people go, oh, but I don't want to go on stage. You don't have to. Just come yeah. and watch. You can just come and watch, have a beer. You are never, ever, ever made to go on stage unless you want to. So don't worry about that either. So just come along oh, in there. Yeah, but I don't like out. 80s music. That's fine, because our playlist covers every genre, every age, every type of music out there. So there's yeah. always a song for everybody. Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah. Come along. Come say hello. Hare and Hounds, King's Eat Friday, the 10th of September. It's going to be a good one. And uh, hopefully we'll mm. see you there. And if you are a listener of the podcast and you do buy a ticket, Gendel will buy you a beer at the bar, won't you, Gend? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, ooh, there we yeah. go. Thanks yeah. for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I will. If you come up and say, if you come up and say the code word Goldeneye, Firefox, what's that? Firefox, yeah, good. Come up if and say up Firefox. Me, you have to pull your earlobe and say Firefox. To me or Gendel. And then I'll, then I'll know that you've listened to the podcast and then I'll get you a beer. Good. That's a promise. That's a promise. I like that. I like that. But only once, yeah. I don't milk it all night. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. Um, We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, guys. Love Love you all. Bye. Why does it do that? Why does it count from six? It's a weird number, to be fair. Do you know what? I haven't spoken to you in about 48 years, have I? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, and I I was just tacking on my own little messages to the end of your episodes, but I, I I just picture your listenership going... Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who is just, this guy? Just just popping up at the end of this no, podcast. No, you are integ- you're an integral part of the podcast now. You're the you're the character. You're the you're the man behind the scene. We give you I am the like nods in the middle. We we have jokes that you to get you to cut stuff out. But actually, s- of course, I never listen back to my own podcast, so I never actually know if you do cut out the bits that I say cut out and the bits also that I say. Because obviously we say it's a joke, because you don't ever cut it out. But I wonder if I wonder if you ever have cut any out. Um, because actually, don't say yes or no to that either, because the whole podcast is supposed to be unedited. So it's totally unedited. I never have totally to do. Totally unedited. I never have to do any tidying up of your. We've dithering. had to edit out um, Gendel's door, uh, Sunny pooing. Um, Lila burst in once mid-record. I remember we had to cut that bit out. But the the chat itself is unedited. Yeah, the chat itself. Um, so yeah, I, I mainly do. I, I'm I'm the I'm the janitor. I'm the guy in the little brown overcoat of this podcast, sitting in the basement waiting for a problem to be brought to me, and I tinker around and I and I and I fix the no. thing that is broken. And the thing that is broken is Gendel's echoey flat. Mate, you you spent money. Now he'll never listen to this. You spent <laughs> money on a plugin to actually fix his goddamn echo. Did you hear us last week arguing about the pop shield? And I was like, yes. need a pop shield. I don't need a pop shield. Why are you messing with your pop shield? I haven't got one. No, and yours sounds shit, yours <laughs> It's like I can Wait. hear Dalston High Street. He's literally going to be getting a complex now if he's listening to this. To to be fair, it's it's it varies depending on where his computer sits in his flat. I think the position changed at some point in the last couple of months because the the, the audio changed. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm actually in the process of offering out my services to edit for other people, uh, like on sites like Fiverr. So I needed the extra bit of software to clean up everyone's audio not just Gendel's I I, I look upon that as an investment in the quality of my work I'm going to buy Gendel for Christmas um, those massive big um, carpet stands that stand up dead tall like false walls so he can build himself a kind of a mini vocal booth in the corner of his flat every time he records Oh, have you have you seen? I saw a really clever one. This is this will be so boring to your listeners, but but just while we're geeking out, um, I've I've seen it's like a foam enclosure that yeah, goes you put around it over the... your head, like a like a shark's head. <laughs> have you seen no. that thing? It's not... like a shot foam shark's head that sits on your shoulder, and you put the mic in the front of it. And it's I've, like I've... a stand-up vocal booth. I've seen makeshift booth type things that people have been pimping out, but no, the thing that I saw, it's like, it's like a giant foam pop shield that your mic goes inside and you speak into this foam cube. So basically, the the, the space that is immediately around your mic has been insulated, so you get this really dry sound. Oh. So it doesn't get a chance to pick up the the noise bouncing around your flat or something like that. Um, That's cool. But I, I don't think they make them for your slightly phallic microphones. 
in other news, you've been back in the real world. Now, your proper day job, of course, is stand-up comedian. You've been back treading the boards, haven't you? I've done four gigs. I can't believe How's I'm saying it, been, it. man? I've done four gigs. Um, it's been great. So the first one was uh, in like a gazebo beer garden of a pub in Derbyshire. And it was nice. really nice. Um, got on well with all the other acts. And the headliner was like a guy that I loved to watch myself. So that was really nice. Then the very next night I did a gig in Corby, which was challenging. A rugby club full of um, chemically enhanced uh, punters, shall we say, um, who don't know how to behave at a comedy okay. gig. Um, yeah. And I kind of took that for what it was. I was just like, right, I just need to boss this. There, luckily, I got to see a couple of other acts go up before me. So they were the sacrificial lambs, and I knew I had yeah. to get up, get on stage and kind of grab it by the scruff of the neck. Not a great gig, but think of it like sparring in a boxing gym. It's like, yeah. all right, okay. And then the third one was a lovely little pub gig where I actually did something different. I'm very guilty of doing the same material for a long period of time and polishing it to the point where it's really consistent. But yeah. what I don't do very often is take risks and try new things. And what I did is I took uh, an old chunk of material and bolted it on to my existing set with no planning. I hadn't written it, I hadn't structured it. I just did it off the top of my head and it generated a callback later on in the set, which worked beautifully. And I, I left that gig walking on air. And then my fourth gig was the relaunch gig of the new material night that I run in Coventry. That was uh, last Wednesday and it went phenomenally well. And yeah, I'm really, really excited about comedy again. Um, it, I can't. Yeah. It's hard to explain how much I've missed it. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah. It is. It's. It's one of those things, isn't it? Live anything, but live music, live comedy. It's. It's. Can't beat it. You absolutely can't beat it. So go on then. Um, when's your next night in Coventry? Next night in Coventry is on the sixth of October. It's the first Wednesday of every month uh, okay. it's at the square one bar and cinema which is in the hub building which is basically kind of attached to coventry university and really good building really good venue isn't it oh my god so like i hadn't actually seen the venue properly until i showed up to run the gig basically they asked me if i would be interested in running a gig there because they heard that my gig was quite good in the previous venues all right um, i'm down all right. No, I'm um, joking. I'm joking. You asked. To, you used to have a gig across town, didn't you? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and, it, yeah. and we we had loads of sort of uh, very loyal audience that would keep coming back. We ran for about two years, and then the pandemic hit. And they asked me if I would come and run a reduced capacity gig in between lockdowns. But it, with everything that's been going on, it just kept getting pushed back. Yeah. And then they just messaged me, maybe halfway through August saying uh, we've got you penciled in for a gig in September do you, but we've not heard anything do you still want to do this it's like oh I, just, I didn't know if you guys wanted to do it it's like well we're up for it so we literally promoted the gig in two and a half weeks wow, and sold 30 odd tickets which which is a it's, it's great for a new gig essentially yeah. and I arrived and it's a full on cinema space like no the way. screen is enormous the capacity is 180 that's the basic capacity we can we can do more um and every act who turned up to play it we were like how the hell have you got this venue and I, went, I don't actually know wow so um but it the gig went well the venue were really happy and they've asked us to stay so nice very good very very good so, so we'll share a link to the tickets in the show notes. There you go. Man, we're pushing everything. Famous first words, your comedy gig. Love it. Love it. Um, and podcasting, you've taken your foot off the gas like we did as well, which is absolutely fine. Your podcast has had a little bit of a break, um, but you've got, a, you've got a bit of an ace up your sleeve. You've got a good episode 
very nearly ready to drop, haven't you? Yes. So basically, I spoke with a handful of people involved in the Olympics that recently took place in Tokyo, uh, mainly connected to skateboarding. So I spoke to Ed Lee, spoke to yourself, spoke to Mark Churchill, spoke to Ramon Verbeet, who is the guy who was spinning the tunes at the event. Amazing. Um, and one of the reasons the the episode was delayed is because I wanted to speak to the Team GB skate team manager, a guy by the name of Darren Piercy, who I've known for years through skateboarding and through the industry. And I would rather put the episode out late and have him in it than rush the episode out just to stick to my own schedule. Yeah. Um, but then general life stuff happened and uh, I went on holiday and it's been weeks, but uh, I've started putting the episode together. It'll be out by tomorrow and I think it's going to be really good because all of the music is very personal to all of the guests, but it's all related to skateboarding and we all we all experienced it in different ways. You were out there yourself um, mm-hmm. and us at home watching misty-eyed as we see people get medals and uh yeah it's interesting conversations all around so i it will be a very very good episode nice all right well you know what to do search him out link in the show notes uh mixtapes with mike and it's very good incredible back catalog and all the mixtapes that accompany the podcast uh, are available to stream on your music provider of choice uh, Mikey, you're a good man. Lovely to chat to you. Even better to see your little rosy cheeks. Oh, mate. Um, I've and, missed uh, you too. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right, take it easy, man. Bye. <laughs>